in New Hampshire today. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. The three Republicans left in the White House race, but former President Trump, after his record win in Iowa, says... It's time for the Republican Party, however, to unify, come together, and move forward as one team. But Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis are far from ready to drop out. We've got all these issues around the country and around the world. And what are Biden and Trump both focused on? Investigations? Past issues? I represent the fulfillment of a lot of what we want to do. Honestly, a lot of what Donald Trump promised to do, uh, but didn't deliver. The New Hampshire primary is in six days. President Biden will gather with congressional leaders from both parties this afternoon. And Fox's Peter Ducey reports from the White House. They are trying to figure out how to fund Ukraine and Israel and the border, but it's going to require President Biden moving at least a little bit off his request, which at the moment is $61.4 billion for Ukraine, way more than the $14.3 billion for Israel, $13.6 billion for some border provisions. They also need to work out short-term funding by Friday to avoid a partial government shutdown. Some House Republicans may vote no, demanding spending cuts. The U.S. is ready to label the Iran-backed Houthi militants and Yemen terrorists, a designation President Biden undid when he took office. This after all the Houthi attacks on ships in and around the Red Sea. The U.S. launched another attack targeting the Houthis yesterday. After the Houthi ballistic missiles presented a, quote, imminent threat to both merchant and U.S. Navy ships in the region. The Houthis have launched five attacks on commercial ships in as many days, with military spokesmen vowing even more. But National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan says the Houthis' capabilities to attack must be degraded. That's Fox's Griff Jenkins. Israel and Hamas have worked out an agreement allowing medicine to be sent into Gaza for the Israeli and Americans still held hostage. And for each box sent to them, a thousand boxes of medicine are also being shipped over to Palestinian civilians. America's listening to Fox News. As a mom, comforting my family is what I do best. Vicks Paper Stick provides soothing, non-medicated Vicks Papers in an easy-to-apply stick. And it dries fast, so there's no mess. I use it to comfort myself. <sighs> And my family. <sighs> Thanks, Mom. Vicks Vapo Stick, soothing comfort for the whole family. And when you need more comfort for yourself, try Vicks Vapo Shower for steamy Vicks Vapors. Use as directed. Vapo Stick for use ages four and up. Vapo Shower use for adults only. Major phone carriers make you sign contracts with rigid data plans to trap you into a kind of forced phonogamy. Sounds pretty insecure if you ask me. At Consumer Cellular, we believe in a more consensual and healthy form of phonogamy, free of contracts and more flexible to your data needs. This way, you stick around not because we force you to with contracts and fees, but because you love our phone plans. Like ardently love our phone plans, phonogamously. Consumer Cellular, when Freedom calls, we're here to answer. Call us at 1-888-FREEDOM. Before former President Trump went to New Hampshire, he went to court in New York and shook his head in denial as a judge told potential jurors at a civil defamation case it's already been determined the former president sexually assaulted E. Jean Carroll, an author who sued him again. Carroll's attorney began her presentation to the nine-member jury saying the former president, as commander-in-chief, used the world's biggest microphone to ruin Carroll's reputation after she went public about the sexual abuse in her 2019 memoir. The Trump legal team said Carol never had a reputation to ruin, and it was the former president who got people talking about Carol again. Former President Trump was in court for jury selection, but not for the opening statements. He did post on his Truth social site that he saw Carol's case as attempted extortion. In New York City, Gernal Scott, Fox News. A condemned convicted murderer spared from execution at the last minute in 2022 when they failed to find a suitable vein to lethally inject him in Alabama. 
is now hoping a court will spare him from a new type of execution ever tried before. Kenneth Eugene Smith is scheduled to be put to death later this month, but lawyers for the death row inmates say Alabama's planned use of nitrogen gas could violate the Constitution's ban on cruel and unusual punishment. They filed with an appellate court Monday to halt the execution. The method has never been used in the U.S. and is only authorized in Alabama, Mississippi, and Oklahoma. Arguments in the case are scheduled for Friday. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. Windchill advisories or warnings stretch from North Dakota, where it feels like 25 below zero, to Texas, where the windchills are in the teens, even to Tampa, Florida, and the area there, where it feels like it's in the upper 30s. Travel's still an issue, too. 780 flights canceled, 5,800 were grounded the past two days, and Flightaware reports 20,000 more were delayed. On Wall Street, more selling may be in store at the opening bell. Stock futures are falling. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Here's a look at local news. A man wounded after shot during an attempted robbery in Champaign. Police had the victim waiting at a store Sunday night to the 100 block of West Green Street when someone tried to rob him. When the man was uncooperative, the suspect pulled out a gun and shot him. The gunman fled, the victim taken to a hospital in stable condition. The city of Decatur holding a council meeting after replacing more than 11 emergency sirens since 2015. The city considering to replace two more as well as update the emergency activation system. City's current system run by multiple Motorola, which discontinued emergency notification last year. Illinois men's basketball dropping in the polls and the latest one, the Finding Illini fell four spots to number 14. Drop comes after Illinois suffered an upset to Maryland at State Farm Center Sunday. The law snaps the Illini seven-game home win streak. Well, you know it's downright cold if you're heading out and about with a frigid weather. Be sure you're dressed for the occasion. You're up to date from the Stevie J Broadcasting Newsroom. I'm Jim Miller. Yeah, when you, when you get into colder weather, it's just like, okay, that's kind of cold, and then it gets cold again, and then it's the next day, and it's just a cumulative, Mister Right Weatherman. After about three or four days, yeah. I'm, I'm ready to get I'm cold. You know, it's just <laughs> get, get, it's getting. You're telling us it's it's getting old, isn't it? it? Well, I mean, it's not very old, but it is getting old. I mean, right. it's just it's just like we're our yeah. tolerant level. Yeah. We used to we used to go through Novembers and Decembers and Januarys and Februarys and Marches, and it was all pretty cold. So I'm getting, yeah, well, I kinda, we didn't kinda, have anything like like that for, during December and November. That's right. the problem. It was I'm kind just, of a shock to the system. I'm kind of into El Nino, so I don't know. I don't know how we bring that back. <laughs> there you uh, go. This is Diane Ducey. She's Good back. morning. I'm Stevie J. The weather brought to you by Carl. And Carl reminds you life is unexpected. When it comes to your health, Carl will be there to help you through it all. Everything from convenient care to advanced diagnostics. Learn more at carl.org. Our meteorologist is Greg Solier. He has a Wednesday look at weather. What you what you seeing? Well, yeah, that El Nino weather pattern remains firmly ensconced across the hemisphere. It uh, shows signs of uh, beginning to weaken and wind down uh, during the course of uh, the springtime season around here. We'll elaborate more on that on a couple of venues here in the uh, days and weeks to come. But uh, in the meantime, yeah, still kind of stuck in this real mid-winter harsh feel. A little better today on temperatures and tomorrow, but wind involved. And there's a dash of snow in the forecast as well to kind of keep the road crews and uh, landscape people honest. We'll get into another run of deep freeze weather, but relatively short-lived and not quite the severity and harshness, but still tough enough uh, late this weekend into the weekend. And then uh, El Nino-driven uh, spell us some milder days, wetter days. There's a healthy rain system ahead. Uh, there'll be long lines, I'm sure, at the uh, car and tr truck pickup stands and uh, one moisture source or another coming our way, but it looks like uh, over the course of uh, the first half of next week, it will be uh, primarily rain across the area. 
six now. Well, that's it. Six at Quillen uh, Savoy. Same at Rantoul. The wind chill advisory till nine this morning. Six at Danville. Five over at Bloomington Normal. The wind has shifted around into the south and already beginning to pick on up. Windy days worth of weather. Not as cold if you're sheltered from the wind. 25, but that's still shy of the normal high. 33, a partly sunny sky for this afternoon. And the ends, uh, as mentioned, that southwesterly wind. Maybe a snow shower after midnight tonight down to 21. Gusty southwesterly winds will diminish. They'll shift to the north and pick up tomorrow. Some full uh, light snow and flare activity, a cust- at least a dusting, a coating, if you will, in the ground early in the day. Uh, snow shower late in 27. Maybe an inch or two worth of snow tomorrow night. Low down at 10 above, and some of that will get blown around on a healthy northwest wind. Some flurries uh, Friday morning, maybe a little blowing around some of that as well. Partly sunny. Windy and colder. Temperatures around 14 or 15. That's it. We'll be down around 5 below Saturday morning, or 11 in the afternoon, 0 Sunday morning, 22 uh, Sunday evening, and then 32 on Monday, up near 40 on Tuesday, 46 next Wednesday, and some rain ahead, maybe starting off a little bit of freezing rain late Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of next week as well. Can I see For, your yeah. photograph by railroad tracks and you and Christine? Was that at the football game that I saw? Uh, that was, yeah, that yeah. was the football game when we all got together up there in the uh, yeah. kind of uh, uh, under the upper deck, if yeah. you will, and uh, and uh, yeah, that that's that is on the banks that railroad picture. We went out to Pittsburgh and saw her for nice. family or folks. Yeah, that's on the banks of the. Let me say it right, Monongahela River. Ooh. That railroad line. It uh, it's still used. Uh, there's still some steel going down there in uh, uh, what they call the Steel Valley uh, down there towards Mudhall and Homestead. Uh, so yeah, you can hike yeah. around there, bike around there, and watch the trains go well, by I too. D- so. I just wondered because GQ called me, and wanted to get your number. Oh, so. stop. I just wanted to. Now, no, no, you no, know. stop it. You're just, oh, hey, good heavens. Hey, Don't keep, start stuff keep, now. Keep, keep your science going, Bubba. You got it yes. going on, my friend. I appreciate you. Thank you. Right back at you. That's meteorologist Greg Solia on the, on the weather. I'm looking here, peaking. It looks like week from Thursday to Friday could be touching your 50. Right. <sighs> I mean, we're 24 today. That'll feel good. I, I mean, mean, just to be in no, the double digits. I, I walked out with the dogs today. It was five degrees going, yeah, right. yeah I'm feeling a little, it's coming from the south. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm telling you, once you go deep freeze, it, it is it is easy to feel a little warmer. But man, it's been layered up for the last uh, four or five days. Sure has. So, anyway, Diane did a great job at our Cardinal Caravan. It, it was, was so, so much fun. fun. So we fun. were excited about all the people that came out to support. You know, Jordan Walker, Andre Pallante. I enjoyed uh, hearing some of the audio yesterday. Just uh, took the deep freeze and took a couple of days. Hadn't done that in a while. Even the schools in the area taking a remote day. So I guess I wasn't alone on that. How do people feel about remote days? I I, I mean. Right. If I'm involved, I love them. Right. I I would be too. I, I totally would. It, it just. Uh, but we remember gathering around the radio back in the day and re- and seeing if your school was on the list. Yeah. I mean, you didn't have the robocall the night before from the <sighs> superintendent that uh, you know says we got an e-learning day, and it, it, I don't know. It just kind of takes the excitement out of it you have to be real disciplined to get your work done by yourself i mean you certainly do have to have the right you know instruction as a lot of people doing remote i mean one or two days a week pretty common now Mm -hmm. in the workplace if you have that type of a job Mm -hmm. and i think that all started of course from covid and we've kind of continued that and that flexibility and that ability to to come and go and people like that and and i think that would cause some of the workplace issues is what cubby Monday right. through Friday? Right. Eight to five? What are you talking about? <laughs> no. That's right. Can I wear my jammies? Uh-huh. No, it's changed. It, it has changed, and, and you better adapt to that change if you're into the hiring business and people business. 
But number one is flexibility. Mm -hmm. They've got to have some flexibility. It's possible to adapt and to have people get their best work done at night, whatever, as long as the work is done. But there is such there is something to be said about that whole chemistry at work and getting things together. You know, brainstorming sessions, yes. all that stuff. Mm-hmm, I agree. It's uh, it's nice to have community. And we're not built to be alone. We're not supposed to be alone. Isolation is not good for the human. Right. It really, really is, and it was never really supposed to be like that. So, anyway, off we go. It is uh, January 17. Brother Johnny Ed Martin jumping on the bottom. We'll talk uh, about the Iowa caucus a little bit and the fact they're all in New Hampshire. It's just, you know, that Iowa, God bless you, Iowa. I really do like the state. I like the people. really do. Not crazy about their sports teams, but I really do like the state. My mom was born in Iowa. Okay, it's a great it's a great state. Um, but wow, <laughs> let's talk about the hundred and twenty five million dollars that comes raining down every four years. To Isn't your, that crazy? The TV stations get most of it, right? So a little TV station in Cedar Rapids can get a couple of million dollars. Mm-hmm. It's one hundred and twenty five million plus for money that just floods the state. And it's, uh, it's like, here's the candidate that could be president at your door begging for your vote. And you're Bob and Carol who've been yep. at the same farm for 45 years. That's right. It's so unusual. And all the pizzas they sell and all the places they go to get the coffees and the cafes. And, and you're the man. I mean, every four years. And Democrats took that away from Iowa. Republicans have kept it. Democrats, yeah, you don't have to be first. We're going to South Carolina. I see. So I wonder how Iowan Democrats feel about the fact they got nothing. Yeah, that's how the Democrats, yeah, we're going to South Carolina. <laughs> we're taking our ball. We're playing yeah, elsewhere. Stupid Iowa. <laughs> All right, jump to some sports headlines. 714 ESPN 93.5. Well, you heard uh, Jim talking about how the Illini have bumped down to number 14 now. We'll have Michigan tomorrow, and uh, that's at 730. So taking note of that. And the Illini women in action against Rutgers tonight at 6. And we back. Pat Summit is the uh, theme of the game who uh, passed away. So women basketball against Rutgers tonight. Uh, good news for the Illini that Seth Coleman, the offensive lineman, returns for the 24 season. 50 tackles, six sacks. He'll be back in the offensive lineman position. Penn State took down number 11, Wisconsin, yesterday. What? 87-83 was the final. Wow. Uh-huh. Here's Wisconsin, undefeated Wisconsin, 5-0 and in the Big Ten, playing weak Penn State. At Penn State, I presume? I don't It couldn't know. have been in Wisconsin. Find out because, I mean, that's just... Okay, I'll goes, It's that. just really hard to to get everybody at a high level every game. It doesn't happen. Lou Hansen used to say, we got about five games a year where we're going to be at peak performance. And everything else, you kind of grind. The Illini, no matter what Brad did on Sunday, we were flat. We, wouldn't, yeah. we just weren't going to do it. That's and right. Sometimes it just... It just goes like that. Mm-hmm. We played an emotional, incredible, good game to hold on and beat Michigan State Thursday. And then Friday, five of our guys were in the courtroom in Springfield with Terrence Shannon. It was disjointed practice-wise. It might have mattered because the routine was off. And we just, just didn't have it. We did, No matter what you did, it was Maryland looked like the number one team in America. It was just really hard. Right. Anyway, it's done. Wash it, flush it, and move on. That's right. And so uh, we had number two, Purdue, beating Indiana yesterday, 87-66. Purdue at 17-2 on the season. And an upset with Kansas State beating Baylor, 68-64, was one of the only ups- upsets that I see there on the list. Jim Harbaugh seems like he's interviewing around. I think he's met with the L.A. Chargers. 
He uh, met with Atlanta yesterday. I guess Bill Belichick met with Atlanta on Monday. And uh, evidently, he also is trying to negotiate a deal to see if Michigan will come through with never fire clause. (laughs) No matter what he does. Based on the spying thing, I think. (laughs) Right. So anyway, uh, the Blackhawks over San Jose 2-1 in a shootout on that one. Uh, Milwaukee Bucks are in Cleveland tonight at 6.30. And that's essentially sports. Of course, all the NFL action has set up. Houston is in Baltimore on Saturday. Green Bay is in San Francisco. Sunday's games will be Tampa Bay at Detroit at 2 on NBC. And Kansas City's at Buffalo at 5.30 on CBS. Did you see any upsets or teams that you thought would make it through at this point, Stevie? I, uh, I kind of think Buffalo's a team to watch because they're, they're hot. I'm hearing that. And, seven, and Detroit. Seven in a row. Detroit, I, I got to love Detroit. I mean, right. d- dear sweet Detroit. They've <laughs> dear won, sweet Detroit they've, on the Lions? They've won two playoff games in my life. Oh, wow. The, the team is just like, oh, honey, you should be better. I'm telling you, I, how do you not root for the Lions? They're one of the original NFL teams. They never won a Super Bowl. They've never sniffed the Super Bowl. They they mean close to Super Bowl, and now they might have a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. I'm pulling for the the Lions for sure. Uh, Penn State did beat Wisconsin in Happy Valley. In Happy Valley, so it was out there, okay. but that's a way worse loss than our Maryland loss. Keep in mind, Maryland preseason was the number three team predicted in the Big Ten, so they were supposed to be better. They've struggled a little bit, but they've got athletes. They're the second best guarding team in the Big Ten. They're good. They're long. They're athletic. And uh, and they just they put it on us and we wouldn't re- we just couldn't react mm-hmm. for whatever reason anyway 87 83 Penn State beats undefeated Wisconsin they were five and on the Big Ten and now they are five and one and now everybody else with two losses at least including Illinois so it's good to bring them back to the pack okay all right we check your weather brought to you by the Urbana Park District and the Urbana Park District reminds you you should think warm thoughts and get your pool plans ready they've got huge discounts right now on individual and family membership packages you can learn more at urbanaparks.org we're gonna check your fox business minute that'll be coming up in just a few moments let's have a stever today okay stand by for a chance at stuff that i give you for free okay we will announce in just a moment it is uh wednesday morning at 7 18 Hello again, everyone. Let's check weather. Freezing for all Champagne and Van Evans Saturday. Nice moderation in temperatures for the day today. Nowhere near seasonal norms, mind you. And there'll be some wind involved that precedes the next dump of Arctic air and perhaps some snow accompanying that as well. Back into cold weather for the weekend. A little more steadfast. A trend towards milder days, but wetter days next week. Uh, today, partly sunny skies this afternoon. A windy one, not so cold this afternoon, up to about 25. Southwest wind 15 to 25. Maybe a snow shower after midnight tonight. We'll bottom out at 21 tomorrow some light snow and flow activity in the morning maybe a snow shower later in the day cloudy skies in 27 maybe an inch or two worth of snow across the air tomorrow night becoming windy late maybe some blowing around to that low near 10 above windy very cold again for the day on friday some flurries early on some blowing and drifting snow and a high temperature with a partly sunny sky to 14 will be down below zero saturday morning the high near 11 but 22 on sunday heading back to the lower 30s and some rain and freezing rain potential for monday of next week for steve j broadcasting i'm meteorologist greg Since Busey Bank first opened our doors in 1868, we have built upon a tradition of close relationships and broad financial capabilities. Our experienced team provides the highest level of personalized service to ensure we accomplish your goals, simplifying your wealth management and business lending needs, and ensuring a legacy for generations. Building business, growing wealth. 
since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. I'm Elizabeth McDonald, and this is the Fox Business Report. Tech companies are still cutting jobs this year on top of shrinking staff last year. Tracking website Layoffs FYI says overall tech firms have let go more than 7,500 employees so far this month. Citizens Financial Group shares are lower. The Providence, Rhode Island-based bank reported a weaker profit in the recent quarter. Discount fashion retailer Shein is facing new challenges as it works on launching its stock in New York. The U.S. is its biggest market. It was founded by Chinese entrepreneurs, later moved its headquarters to Singapore. The Wall Street Journal says investigators in China are looking into how the business handles information from staff, suppliers, and partners. It needs approval from China's securities regulators before it can list overseas. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Jenny Kosola. Invested in you. Stay on top of the latest forecast with America's weather team in the palm of your hands. Here's the latest from America's Weather Center. It's Fox weather updates throughout your busy day, every day. Five inches of rain by tomorrow. Temperatures being 30 degrees above average. Put the power of over 100 meteorologists and the worldwide resources of Fox in your hands with the Fox Weather Podcast. Precise, personal, powerful. Subscribe and listen now at foxnewspodcasts.com. Well, Janie's got to run, well, or at least she had to. Janie had to move, and she needed to do it fast. She decided to give the Nate Evans Group a call to help her sell her home. She's happy she did. Nate gave her so much advice, and she couldn't have asked for better communications along the way. You have to be able to communicate and talk, and Nate got it done for her. Absolutely. Call the only agent I would call if I needed to sell my home. It's Nate Evans, 217-239-7113. Talk about your timeline like Janie, who only had a couple of weeks. And if you need to get that immediate cash offer on your home or there's flexible fees, sell your home for the most money possible with Nate Evans of the Nate Evans Group with EXP Realty. I just saw his sign uh, right around the block here in Philo. It's everywhere. And I tell you what, he just knows so much about this market and he has a partnership with Zillow to help you get more views and um, area buyers so it creates demand for your home selling it faster and for more money so all you need to do is an online search to Nate Evans Group to start packing sell your home You have money laying all around your house. You just don't know it. And no, I don't mean selling your great-grandma's good china. I mean all the old metal items you don't want to use or get rid of. Don't pay someone to haul it away. Bring it into Max Twin City Recycling and get paid to have it taken off your hands. They love new customers and are more than willing to walk you through their process step-by-step. Step. Come check them out at 2808 North Lincoln Avenue in Urbana. This is Starla Carr with Provident Financial Group. There's no one-size-fits-all retirement plan. Finding the right plan for you depends on many factors. The good news is we can help you improve your retirement readiness, whatever your situation. Contact us today at 217-366-3456 or find us online at ProvidentFinancialGroupLLC.com. 
Securities and advisory services offered through Commonwealth Financial Network. Member FINRA, SIPC, a registered investment advisor. We are in the middle of a war in this country. That's- We're going to talk about Vivek Ramaswamy mm-hmm. in New Hampshire last night okay. with Donald Trump. That's what I was saying. Yeah. He was uh, pulling his campaign after the Iowa results, which I think were, what, 7% or something like yeah, that? Yeah, 7 or 8%. Mm-hmm. A real newcomer to the thing. He's kind of you know Donald Trump-ish except mm-hmm. 50 years younger. Or whatever, 30, 40 years, something. He's 37. Self-made millionaire. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so we'll talk a little more about that here coming up in just a few. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Stever, a program where I, Stevie J, excitedly, happily give you money. Yeah. You get to spend it on a said business. Today's business is Merle Norman. Merle Norman. How about Maryland? 706 West Market View Drive in Champaign, right off of uh, North Prospect and Market View over by Subway. And those facials can really give you some tips. And the skincare, man. I have really taken it up a notch, and, and people talk about my youthful skin. You look so youthful, <laughs> Diane. Come on. And, and and it feels good when people are kind of massaging your face. For sure. you yeah. got a half an hour of focus on you, get all the colors just right, that color analysis, so that you know everything blends together. You really make your eyes pop on a date night of any kind. It just take it up a notch, 359-8100, as you make arrangements with Marilyn at oh, Merle right. Norman. So, so the offer at GhostStever.com is you get this color analysis, play with your face, and then I'll give you $100 to buy stuff. And you'll get to meet Marilyn. She's wonderful. And mm-hmm. people really like her. Mm-hmm. And they look around her beautiful shop with some boutique items. Absolutely. Nice stuff. Anyway, it's right by Carpet Weavers on Market View. And the subway's out there. Anyway, very easy to find. Go to Merle Norman. But you have to enter... You have a chance to win. So it is on right now. It is up. We just put it up, and you can go register. And somebody you know would probably love this, and you yourself might love it. I could probably get in there and get some help, too, except I'd get in that magnifying mirror. And I could think that— Seven times magnification. Yeah, I I could see Marilyn starting on me going, Have you thought about a beard and a mask? I don't think she'd She'd be. probably say, you know, you are on, you're on radio, right? Okay, so why don't you put the camera... <laughs> we need this heavy-duty cream for you ...on your social right media on Diane, <laughs> and just leave the camera off of you. There you go. Old fella. I'm telling you, uh, she can give you some tips. She has creams and, and the uh, microdermabrasion and the and the scrubs. Well, and well, she, she helped people that had to wear the masks all the time. Oh, my goodness. Scum of the Cause, skin. Yeah, because yeah. you're holding your Ugh. breath underneath there and that moisture around your face and the acne that you could get i mean and and there's people that are still dealing with that no, in the healthcare industry uh, I know. so I know. if you have any kind of concerns she can definitely help you out in fact the most recent post i saw on social media was about valentine's day coming up inside the month yeah okay so there you go ghostever.com ghostever.com okay we're gonna take our break come back with brother johnny and ed martin it's wednesday we will um, look forward to our conversation. I, I have been following the whole Terrence Shannon situation and trying to simulate and digest what we know. And it's, um, it's just troubling for me uh, simply because, and I'll formulate maybe a longer form deal eventually, but is it fair to accuse a man of rape when there is no evidence? I mean, I've read everything, and there's no video. There's no pictures. It's allegedly a 90-second 
with, with Terrence's arm around a girl, standing with his arm around a girl, and you're charged with rape on a 90-second interaction that I don't believe he even knows or remembers who came up to him at that moment, doesn't even know who it is. Does that not make every man vulnerable in some way? I'm just, is it fair to charge rape? No DNA, no, 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 there's nothing. So how can it be that a, a man's reputation irreparably damaged? I, right. I mean, is that, is that what we do now? I mean, it's like you're charged with something, arrested, with, with no evidence or, or testimony taken from people standing right there. Nobody talked to them. I don't get it. I really don't. I don't understand. Why wouldn't you talk to the girl that he had his arm around at the time? It was a crowded bar. Did somebody else do something nefarious? And it wasn't Terrence. Right. We're talking about 12.30 a.m. And was the young lady drinking? Was, who was drinking? Who, what's, I don't know anything. Nobody talked to his girlfriend or the girl with him. I, I don't get it. Nothing makes sense because you would talk to everybody. If something really bad happened, would there not be some sort of commotion? Like a scream, a slap, a right. slap. Would it, or or would some it, kind of I, no. And, and then yet we, we're, we're not sure what happened. We don't know, but there, there's no evidence of anything. So... But we assume today in this TMZ life that he's guilty as hell. Right. Yeah. Get him. What the heck? I've seen the other side of this with people who plan and kind of research an athlete. And, and Anybody who does stuff like corner. that. I'm, mean, I'm for castration for rapists. That's how I am. But listen, we don't have a shred of evidence on this. And it's not fair to assume his guilt and you have to prove innocence, that's just wrong. And it, it's, uh, it's terribly sad. And the University of Illinois is doing what they're supposed to do, protect the institution. I mean, you just, that's their goal. You gotta protect the institution. Well, it bothers me that her timeline was she went home to Google and, and do well, she, a search. I, I, or... I mean, did she go to another bar for two more hours? That's what I right. understand. I mean, so, I mean, it, it, I just don't understand how you don't get witnesses. I don't understand how you don't have any evidence and you can go to the state's attorney, they can charge somebody yeah, with it. I don't get it. This... I really don't. I need somebody smarter than me, a lawyer and a police officer, somebody telling me how you can charge a person with zero evidence. And, and a man that claimed, I don't even know who this is. It I don't just know. doesn't sit right with me. Our, our text line is 217-359-2255. We'll be right back. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. I know that New Hampshire will never let us down. It's another day of campaigning in New Hampshire today for former President Trump, Ron DeSantis, and Nikki Haley. She said what will happen next is up to the state's voters. Don't complain about what happens in a general election if you don't play in this primary. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis took a detour before New Hampshire to South Carolina. Here we've got a, we've got a good footprint, uh, but I think you're going to see us be present more. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. Iran launches more airstrikes a day after firing missiles into Iraq and Syria. The latest targets were in Pakistan, bases for a militant Sunni Muslim separatist group. Pakistan's government says the attack was a blatant violation of its airspace and that two children were killed. Fox's Jonathan Savage, Pakistan has pulled its ambassador out of Iran and banned Iran's ambassador from coming back into Pakistan. America's listening to Fox News. 
Here's a look at local news. University student became the victim of a home invasion and sexual assault on July 8th of 2021. The perpetrator, Kevin Finley of Urbana, sentenced to 45 years in prison January 4. The student was awakened by a stranger standing at her residence, brandishing a metal object she believed to be a firearm and making threatening demands on the night of the crime. Road rage, don't engage. It titles a new campaign, the Illinois State Police launching. It hopes to provide both an educational and public awareness platform of incidents surrounding road rage in Illinois. The state will continue to educate the public on the dangers of road rage and how to deal with dangerous behavior. Illinois men's basketball dropping in the polls. Latest coaches poll. The Fighting Illini fell four now to 14. Drop comes after Illinois suffered a 76-67 upset to Maryland at State Farm Center on Sunday. The loss snaps the Illini's seven-game home win streak. You're up to date from the Stevie J Broadcasting Newsroom. I'm Jim Miller. Thank you, Jim. Our weather this morning brought to you by Watts Copy Systems. You're having problems with your current copier vendor regarding some service. You want good service. You can call Greg Wolf at Watts Copy Systems, 217-352-0428, where service is more than a promise. A locally-owned, family-owned, employee-owned Illinois business. What's Copy Systems? Hello again, everyone. Let's check weather for East Central Illinois. Champagne event in vicinity. Well, another cold start to the day, but a little better feel this afternoon, but offset by gusty southwesterly winds and a partly sunny sky developing. Highs to about 25 degrees. That southwest wind 15 to 25 and gusty. And maybe a snow shower well after midnight tonight. We bought about not so cold at 21. For the day tomorrow, some light snow and floor activity in the morning. A break and then maybe a snow shower late in the day. Cloudy skies at 27. And maybe an inch or two of snow getting blown around tomorrow night as we turn much colder again. Lows near 10 above and some flurry activity Friday morning. Maybe a little blowing around as some of that new snowfall uh, becoming partly sunny. The high only 14 will be down below zero Saturday morning. The high near 11, but then moderate to 22 on Sunday, 32 on Monday heading towards the lower 40s next Tuesday and Wednesday. Maybe a little rain, freezing rain, drizzle and some fog on Monday. Then a widespread rain system doing for Tuesday and Wednesday of next week. For Stevie J Broadcasting, I'm meteorologist Greg Soldier. All right, thank you, Greg. It's uh, six degrees above zero in central Illinois um, Wednesday. Uh, Joe Biden has called a lid on Washington, D.C. Today that means he's done at 10 a.m. So the press can go home regarding the president. He's okay. So happy he's our president. He's done such a great job. The 2020 election was the safest and most secure election in U.S. history. All right, that business is done. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we welcome Ed Martin, president of the... <laughs> Eagle Form Education Fund. It's uh, Phyllis Schlafly, the great Phyllis Schlafly. They defeated ERA single-handedly. He's in Washington, or at least near Washington, not of the swamp, but in the swamp. Ed, That's how are right. you? How That's are you? Right. I'm, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm great, guys. Yeah, it's, uh, we got a bunch of snow out here. Global warming's really kicked in. We got six or eight inches of snow, so everybody's acting like they've never seen this stuff before, and that uh, driving is ridiculous, and all, et cetera, et cetera. But that's okay because uh, I have it on reliable. You got to die about this. I forgot to text you guys. I have it from somebody that's doing a report. The report will come out in the next three, few months. That uh, uh, 28% of all federal government workers in Washington, D.C., 28% go to work more than one day a week. 72% stay home and work from home one day a week or less. Can you imagine? Wow. So here we are. Don't worry about the roads. Uh, the snow won't slow you down if you don't go to work. There you have it. It's uh, Brother Johnny down in Bible study. New Orleans also had some weather. They had to shut schools down, Johnny, right? Is that? Oh, Jamie, Christmas. Steve, now it's it's sunny and it's dry, but it's 23 degrees. Everything's closed. <laughs> right. 23. 
<laughs> and it's only going to get up to 46 today. So, no work. We're done. We're done. Everybody's doing their last <laughs> will and testament. <laughs> it's, uh, Ed and Brother Johnny, and uh, Johnny is ducked out of Bible study where we should all be 24-7. Vivek Ramaswamy, who dropped out of the presidential election after the Iowa caucus in New Hampshire with President Donald Trump. We are in the middle of a war in this country. That's what this is. It's not a war between black and white. It's not between Democrat and Republican, even in a deeper sense. It's between the permanent state and the everyday citizen. Between those of us who love the United States of America and a fringe minority who hates this country and what we stand for. And right now we need a commander-in-chief who will lead us to victory in this war. That's what we need in this country. Yeah, and just meaning Donald Trump, he's endorsed Donald Trump. Ed, what was your take on the Iowa caucus? Uh, you know, it, it went sort of as I expected, except for one factor, which I'll mention. In other words, um, Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis had enough money um, to go there and compete, and so they got a little chunk, right, uh, you know, 20% each. Uh, I thought Vivek Ramaswamy might do better, actually, as much as he'd been up there and as sort of uh, flavor of the month in terms of the grassroots. But the one thing that I didn't see uh, as well, and I would highlight it, is Trump uh, succeeded dramatically. That's true. Although, you know, I temper it with a little bit of he wasn't an incumbent because he wasn't in office, but he was an incumbent in terms of name ID and everything else and people that owed him favors and had been related and, and worked to him. Uh, but what I will tell you is uh, I heard it from up and down uh, from Iowa folks. The Trump campaign was really well run. It was really well organized, and they, they, they had left nothing uh, up for grabs. They had a handout that was leaked. There was a photograph showed up on uh, social media of the speech template that they gave to each of their caucus captains. There's like, I don't know, a couple hundred caucuses, and they have a captain in each place who stands up and says, I'm for uh, uh, Trump, and here's why, and then the next person stands up, and I'm for Nikki, and here's why. And there's this sort of ceremony or this uh, program at the beginning, and they had this template that was so well written about what Trump had done and what he would do and how it was going. I mean, my point is the Trump campaign seems to be um, maybe losing or not winning in 2020, however that means, made it so that they really learned. And I think that's what I took away from this. These, these uh, guys running the Trump campaign know how uh, this works, and they're, they're, they're hitting on all strides. So I think that's all but over, uh, but the media's got to try to sustain this uh, for a few more months and, and waste a bunch of money uh, by the candidates. But Impressed by Trump. Well, I tell you, Stevie, I was uh, impressed with Trump, but I was not very impressed with Nikki Haley. I tell you what, Eddie, I'm probably more disappointed in Nikki than Joe Biden, because we knew Joe Biden had never been anything. He just wanted to be president. He sold out to do it. But Nikki knows better. What is she thinking? I mean, you can't. she's basically supporting what's been done to Donald Trump. He, he's been charged with Russian collusion by the people who colluded with Russia. He was charged right. with shaking down Ukraine by the people who shook down the Ukraine. You know, he was charged yeah. with insurrection on January 6th by the people who very possibly set up the insurrection on January 6th. And she knows that. Now, a lot of the people don't. We, you know, we're just watching Stevie. We don't, we're not up there. But she knows better than that. And I don't have a lot of respect for that. And, uh, Ron in the same boat. I didn't hear him, but Nikki saying we don't need the distraction that Trump's causing. Trump's not. Co 
Trump, Trump was one of the best presidents we had. They don't want him because, Eddie, you're right. The people who hate this country have most of the power in Washington. That's our problem. It's a fringe. Yeah. It's a fringe element, but they're in control, and that's what we got to do something about. We're in trouble because we're going to get charged. Believe me. And I but see just this shows enough evidence to put me away. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, 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 you know. But and and to, and to follow on real briefly, Stevie J on that. What is Nikki Haley doing? Um, two things. One is. She's gotten away with this before, right? In 2016, she was on record saying Trump was unqualified, he wasn't good, and all that. And when she, when he won, she then said, "Oh, he's great," and he gave her an appointment in the cabinet. So, in other words, you know, don't ask people to act irrationally if, the, if their rational behavior rewards them. The second thing is when you start to drink the Kool Aid at the highest level, and even you know, Johnny, you know this, even when you're a candidate for uh, a regular office, I mean, you start to believe and get more confident. And I, I really believe there's a presidential fever. It's like a malaria. It gets in the bloodstream, and these people really think they should be president. And therefore, everybody else has to get out of the way. I, I note that John Kerry has, is fading off of the scene one last tour through Davos on his private jet, and he's going to step down as, uh, as uh, climate czar for uh, Biden. But that guy has, you know, he travels around the world like he's president, and he doesn't understand. That's because he has presidential fever. Any, anyone who gets close to the presidency ends up, sort of uh, with this malaria-like uh, fever in your blood that periodically pops up and you act like a lunatic and say stupid things. Yeah, well, but if she did get to be president, they're going to do the same thing to her <coughs> unless she starts going along. So I would never right. vote for her because she's not right. going right. to push back. I mean, but yeah. is there uh, is there any hope to break the deep state? Is it not about, I mean, how could Donald uh, Trump be president? <laughs> how can you be president? When people will do the exact same thing, leak stuff that they heard part of, take it out of context. Why wouldn't it just happen all over again? If he, how would you? If they're just going to leak stuff? Yeah. That's it. Well, yeah. Well, and let me let me say a different one. Over the weekend, guys, uh, NBC News reported uh, a well-sourced interview with uh, journalists and with on-the-record quotes from people saying, "We're preparing. We're preparing how to make sure that if Donald Trump did win." We could cripple his presidency from internally, in the, especially in the military and other ways. Now, in, in a normal world, that, that story would be read with, a, with shock, and you'd say, holy cow, that professor who works at Georgetown University, who's the lead talker in this, who's talking about this plan and that they're implementing it, would be arrested for you know, someone saying, hey, what the heck's happening here? And instead... We're sort of all smiling and like, oh, isn't that interesting? And NBC is covering it like, oh, we should be worried about Trump. Uh, the world's upside down, as you say, uh, Johnny, uh, but it's getting more upside down every day. And I, I don't know where it stops. Well, I can say this, though, Steve, the, um, <clears throat> and I'm actually concerned because Trump, the, the presidency has way more power than it should have. And Trump wasn't aware of this kind of a blindside when he walked in last time. He, he's ready for him, and, and whatever the President of the United States can do is going to happen. So uh, what that will be, I don't know, but I I think he'll have a plan, and some of these people are going to be in, in some trouble. Yeah, but if how can you have—can't the President have a private conversation, say stupid things like we all do, and not have it leaked and, and leak just a part of it to make it just I don't I think it's an impossible job when you don't have any loyalty and they're all out to get you. I don't know how you stop well, that. But you make another good point that the most amazing thing about that is 
most of those stupid things we all say, he didn't really even say them the way they presented. Yeah, right. It wasn't exactly. even that bad. Yeah. They just make it up. And so they made him look pretty bad, but he's still probably, I'd say, Eddie's up to $2 trillion in unearned, in earned media, they call it, free press, <laughs> $2 trillion. And that's, is he the most recognizable name on the planet, do you think, Eddie? Um, I think so. I think that's right. Yeah, I think so. I think the most recognized woman is Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but they're right, though. That's actually true. Um, Xi Jinping, maybe. I don't, but no, I, I think, think Trump. Trump. But, but, but tell me this. Was it a coincidence, Eddie? Was it a coincidence that after Iowa, China's stock market crashed? <laughs> well, did you see Trump in New Hampshire yesterday? He said, ah, oh, yeah, the market crashed in, in China there. You know why? Because I won in Iowa. I, yeah, look, I mean, I, and this is... There's never been a figure like this. I, I was talking to somebody yesterday about uh, about the January 6th stuff, and they said, you know, all other voices aside, there's one voice in the whole world. It's Donald Trump, right? When he puts the focus on it, everybody run. They run both ways, right? They run to a, the, the, the left and the establishment tries to stop it, and, the, and everybody else looks. And so, I, look, I, the, the Wall Street Journal, front page of the Wall Street Journal this morning was uh, that China has a birth rate problem. They've been trying for about 15 years to goose the birth rate, and they're losing population. I, you know, the Soviet Union was strong until it suddenly was collapsed. Uh, you, sometimes you should look at China and say, you know, there's these cities with hundreds of high-rise towers that were built that are empty because they never could get their economy to, to move into these ghost cities, they call them, and, and, and the real estate market's upside down and all sorts of things. So, but I, I certainly think that China is more comfortable taking advantage of the Biden-Blinken administration and, and State Department than they ever would be if Donald Trump was back in. So that's for sure. What And, and now you have to say, who's going to join Liz Cheney and uh, and the Democrats and CNN to try to stop Trump? Everybody. Everybody is going to join. Well, I'll tell you, I don't know if the voters are going to go along with it. And uh, I think there's more people that will vote for Trump than even last time. So I, I don't know what the Democrats can do about it. But uh, we'll see. You know, no. I'm, I'm still concerned at the process. We'll I, I know it's very simple-minded of me to suggest that I loved <laughs> the way the caucus worked, where everybody had a piece of paper and they counted it in 20 minutes and we knew the result. I know. I'm simple. It's stupid. I'm a voter suppressor. I know that. But goodness gracious, can't we get back to kind of a kind of a window of voting versus all everything good and it's all allowed and it's crazy? Well, I got the example yeah. in Louisiana where... where uh, you know, we don't have the early voting or the mail-in ballots. We do. Well, I'm sorry, we do have early, but we don't have the mail-in ballots or any drop boxes. There are no Democrats left with what they've been trying to sell, and and this is in places that usually would, you know, have a very competitive race or whatnot, and uh, it's just disintegrated. They do have what 30 percent of the reps are are Democrat, Eddie, and everybody else in state government is Republican. And and I think that's the way yeah, people would yeah. vote well, if, there and, was, but, if we're less well, shenanigans. Well, but I, no, that's what I was just going to say shenanigans. Uh, let me let me get Johnny's uh, blood pressure up in case it's dropping at all. Um, you know, uh, Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney yesterday went to the Ebenezer uh, Baptist Church in Atlanta, the, the famous for the being the pulpit out of which Martin Luther King Jr. preached, and she spoke standing ovation, and she spoke about the big lie. And the big lie was that people think that the election in 2020 was not perfect. And, and here's my point. 
you know, they're, 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 at a certain point you have to say, and this is what I mean, Johnny, I know you've been saying it for a decade or more, it's, it's both parties that enjoy the corruption of the system. If it wasn't, every, Democrat, every Republican would be leading the charge. And instead, lots of Republicans are saying, hey, you know, it's not a perfect system, but I mean, we have to do some mail-in ballots or whatever. And at a certain point you say, um, it looks like the incumbents of the Republican Party are as comfortable with a system that is clearly lacking in transparency, clearly not auditable, and therefore they're in on it. That's the only thing you can say. And that, there's no reason to think that Republicans are not sinners. They certainly are. And there's no reason to think that Republicans aren't cheaters. Some are. So I, at this point, you watch, the country is not getting a change in our election system. We're getting told, well, we're just going to vote and it'll work out and either don't question it or we're not doing anything anyway. And I, I think you're right, Johnny. We're headed to the disaster where the same gamesmanship and Senator Dinglepop, Republican of Dinglepop State, is going to say, well, they don't do it in my state. Well, they must do it in your state. It's just they do it for you. Well, and that's, that's somewhat true. I do think that there are plenty of states that have a, you know, a more transparent system. And I also think, Eddie, in some of the key areas, there's, what, 19 counties we're looking at, Steve. And I think in some of those areas, they push back and people are a lot more aware of the possibilities. And so there may be uh, greater difficulty in pulling some, uh, some tricks during the election. That's all we can hope for. And then the other thing is we might get a wave, Eddie, of people who simply switch from Biden to, to Trump. They just said, you know what, I'm, I'm, I don't like him. I'm voting for him. And that right. they may overwhelm, overwhelm that other problem. Last question for Ed Martin, Brother Johnny, the Tapman's Toying phone line. Uh, Ed, have we ever had scenario in the history of the United States, and maybe we have, where you have a tremendous disdain for one candidate just simply because of performance, but the hatred, absolute, there's nobody in the world that doesn't have some sort of opinion about Donald Trump. You either really love him or you really hate him. Is there any middle ground? Have we ever had anything quite like that? No, I don't think so, and I and I think it's a, a symptom of of a couple things. One is um, uh, that Trump is a one-off character in the history of the world. I mean, I I wish he was making more structural reforms to things like the primary system, because in four years we're going to deal with the primary system, where it's yeah, unless you're Donald Trump with 99% name ID and built-in uh, fame, you, you you have to pay to play, and it's impossible for normal people to raise the hundred million dollars to compete in Iowa, New Hampshire, and 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 uh, South Carolina. So I wish there were structural reforms. But no, he's hated. But the, re but the real reason I think it is like that is, um, in large part, it pays to divide right now. We've never had a situation where it paid to divide. You know, Walter Cronkite had to try to talk to a third or more of the country. Now CNN wants to, or MSNBC is a better example, they just want to grab 1% of people, and then they've got enough to make a lot of money. A and the same thing with social media. Social media, so you have this heightened ability— you know, Jean, Jean Carroll, this woman in, in New York that has a lawsuit against Trump, she, she's really a strange, weird lady, and she's covered like a serious person. And her lawsuit against Trump, which 40 years later alleges some sort of assault, but not criminally, it's a civil complaint, her, her wanting money, and, and, and it's funded by Reid Hoffman, the founder of LinkedIn, paid for. He's admitted that. And, and yet we're not, we're covering it like Trump did something wrong when what it really is is harassment. And, and so my point is that, the, the, the value in this country right now is on causing division, and, and it pays. It actually makes you money, hmm. and that's why we're where we are. And I don't think you can 
you, I don't think you'll see this change now for a long time uh, because it's the only way CNN can't make money. MSNBC can't make money without being hysterical. There's no path to being reasonable. Well, I think, Eddie, the deeper reason and the obvious reason that Trump, they've gone hysterical, is because the woke environment, which is the hard left, Steve, that really does want to dispense with the Constitution, they call it trash, and they want a better world where the elitists, a certain type of elitists, actually he's come around to the whites right now, uh, can't run it, and we're going to be in charge, and that takes a revolution. Trump is screwing that up. He didn't play ball like Eddie, you say, about some of the Republicans are comfortable. Trump just came in, said, this isn't right. And they're like, you can't say that. And he also supported Democrats, so you got that little bit of traitor thing going, too. And they're just uh, frothing at the mouth. And he's destroying the plan, which is for a, what, a, a greater world order, whatever you want to call it. And he, I like the poster where he says they're not really after me. They're after you. Yeah, I'm in yeah, the way. Yeah. And uh, I, I think that's the reason people are apoplectic about it, Eddie. Uh, he is a threat to the to the long-term vision of a more socialist Bernie Sanders state. Well, I tell and you the what. the people who believe that are, are in very powerful positions, particularly in our schools. I would be very nervous about his, his safety. I would double his Secret Service. I mean, there are crazy people out there. And if they think he's going to win, I would really be worried about Donald Trump. I really am. Because some editorial stuff already suggesting... You know, gosh. No, I'm I'm it's, with you, Steve. I'm worried man. about that too, and that's really what not what we need. So. Okay, uh, Ed Martin, brother Johnny, Ed, how can people find you? Thank you, guys. You know, I'm on social media X, especially at Eagle Ed Martin, but over at phyllisschlafly.com, you'll see a lot of Phyllis's writings, a lot of uh, her perspective on a lot of these things, guys, and a lot of the situations. I'm not sure she would recognize some of the intensity and brokenness of people, but, but she does write a lot about it. The more things change, the more they stay the same. There's a lot of the, the same uh, uh, kinds of things being played. So com and thanks, guys. We'll talk next week. And, Brother Johnny, go pray, pray, pray for us. Johnny and Bible study, mm -hmm. appreciate that very much. Thank All you. right, Steve. Jay. Thank you. Have appreciate a great day, Diana. Hey, thank you. Brother Johnny, Ed Martin, Tapman's joined phone line, ESPN 93.5. Weather brought to you by... Uh, the iHotel in Houlihan says something you're going to want to be part of. Jonathan Snyder's Classical Harp is tomorrow. If you're needing more date nights in 2024, consider Thursday night 6 to 8 with Live in the Lounge, a harp player, Jonathan Snyder, tomorrow. Houlihan's first in St. Mary. Hello again, everyone. Let's check weather. Freeze on Florida, Champagne and Van Evans Saturday. Nice moderation in temperatures for the day today. Nowhere near seasonal norms, mind you. And there'll be some wind involved that precedes the next dump of Arctic air and perhaps some snow accompanying that as well. Back into cold weather for the weekend. A little more steadfast. A trend towards milder days, but wetter days next week. Uh, today, partly sunny skies this afternoon. A windy one, not so cold this afternoon, up to about 25. Southwest wind 15 to 25. Maybe a snow shower after midnight tonight. We'll bottom out. At 21, tomorrow some light snow flow activity in the morning. Maybe a snow shower later in the day. Cloudy skies in 27. Maybe an inch or two worth of snow across the air tomorrow night. Becoming windy late. Maybe some blowing around to that low near 10 above. Windy, very cold again for the day on Friday. Some flurries early on. Some blowing and drifting snow. And a high temperature of the partly sunny sky to 14. will be down below zero Saturday morning. The high near 11. But 22 on Sunday. Heading back to the lower 30s. And some rain and freezing rain potential for Monday of next week. For Stephen J. Broadcasting, I'm Peter Olchus, Greg 
sold yet. Well, for over 50 years, Steve Suderman has been coming in diligently every morning at Good Vibes. It's Round Barn and Champagne where you can get your big screens and your home theaters and all the cool stuff. And you've got cool stuff in your house, brother. I know that. I have some, yes. <laughs> hey, we got a little break in the weather today. I don't think we're going to be on any roofs for a while. But, Dude, uh man. We had kind of a breather that, that little period after the holidays, uh, both things uh, ramp up again. Uh, that it never lasts very long. The promos, that little football game that's in February. Uh-huh. Uh, they they started Monday. There'll be another round of them this coming Monday, and then it'll be it'll just be full bore. January to mid February is, uh, is is go big and stay home. I think is the the theme. The TV companies they they know there's watch parties. They know there's kind of a mail or anything. And a, a little TV doesn't get it done for those. And yeah. So it's their opportunity to move the 65, 75, 85, even 98-inch TVs. Uh, we don't have any of those. It's lower you want if you want. But uh, uh, we've got deals on all of the big sizes in particular. So it's kind of a forget the, the, the kitchen size. Uh, I don't own an 85-inch TV, but I had a tape made up the other night. I know right where one would go if I decide to go. Did you just say there's a 98 like TV screen, 98 inch? And, and anywhere from the uh, the cheapy at Walmart for thousand dollars up to uh, a Sony at about eight, and a Samsung at six thousand. Uh, you know they're not they're not real cheap, but uh, but yeah, a hundred inch TV or nearly so <laughs> is. <laughs> <laughs> that that get yeah, her done. That, that, that get her done. I mean, my my my, 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 my projection screen's 106. But that's say. a TV. Yeah. Right. That's right. just it's ginormous. Almost that again. You don't need to darken the room. My, I think my favorite deal: LG's QNED. That's that mini LED technology. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 86 inch TV for 19.99. Worth every penny of 2,500 dollars. Uh, that that's one that's uh, I think stands out in the batch. But all the big TVs, if your TVs. Well, puny for a watch party, uh, we, we've got the solution here. Nice. You really do. Okay, so how can people get hold of you or basically just come out and take a look around? Well, we'd love you to come in person. I know it's kind of cold, so gvibes.com. You can take the virtual tour. You can see the prices and, and what the deals are. Uh, and then come see us. There yeah. you go. Well, back when you were loading everything up in the vans and get the mutton chops and all the hair you mm-hmm. had in the 1970s, you probably wore some high heels at some point, didn't you? Have platform the, shoes? I did in the seventies. That was high school. I had beetle boots. It's cool. Well, you probably were a big Kiss fan. They were oh the, yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> Want to rock and roll all night? Oh yeah! <laughs> yeah. How long did it oh, take no. him to get their no makeup? makeup this yeah, how, how, they, how long <laughs> makeup had to take? I think a... this is fitting with it being Merle Norman as our receiver today to do a makeup group. Yeah. Like, I used to dress up like Jeannie Simmons instead of Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons, right? <laughs> Jeannie Simmons. There you go. <laughs> I don't want to ask you about the tongue. <laughs> All right, Mr. Suderman, how can people find you? Uh, we're at gvibes.com on the web. You can call us 351 or visit us at 2010 Round Byron Road. Thank you, Barley. Stay warm. Yeah, you bet. <laughs> Steve Suderman, good vibes. Over 50 years, locally owned and operated. You want to go and work with them. A bunch of good people, locally owned and operated. And 
about the same price as you're going to get anyway. Yep. Except you got great guys that know how to install and hide wires. And he's right about the watch party. February 11th is Super Bowl 58, and Usher is the halftime show. All right, we're going to break for the news and then uh, be right back with our second hour of the program. Great to have you listening. You can always text in 217-359-2255. I induce you. It's mm-hmm. Wednesday, the 17th of January. I'm Stevie J. Coming up on the news at 8 o'clock. WSJK ESPN 93.5 Tuscola Champaign-Urbana, your home for the St. Louis Cardinals.